why is Michael Elgin so hated? And I could have swore I thought I saw Will the Thrill there. <laughs> Apples to Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to whether or not New York has just seen or just saying goodbye to the greatest ranger of all time as they bought out Lundquist. Hank's Hank's gone, man. Is he is he the greatest ranger of all time? I don't know. I don't know. Is he the greatest ranger goalie of all time? Statistically, he sure is. But, I mean, how do you... Messi wasn't a lifetime ranger, you know? No. And Gretzky wasn't a lifetime ranger. Yager wasn't a lifetime ranger. So it's like, you know, those I are think, three of the greats right there. I think those three of the greatest rangers. Yeah. I think people look at Leach as the greatest ranger of all time. Could be. I mean, he was way before my time. You know, I didn't start yeah. watching him until 2010. Because he played his whole he played his whole career with the Rangers until they traded him the last two years of his career in Boston and Toronto, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But, but yeah. thank Hank, thank you thanks, for 15 Hank. years, buddy. Anyway, you're listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apples. That's Grapples, the number two apples. You don't like SoundCloud? You got Google Play Music. You got Apple Podcasts. You got iHeartRadio. doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. As always... I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Ill Will the Throw, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be, that's my biggest baby, that's who I is, joined remotely once again. Thank you. Welcome back, sir. Tell them who you are, my hetero life mate. I, I, I am the very sensual, the very tight, Mr. Sunglasses at night himself, your boy, the general, your champion. Shades. Shades, welcome back, buddy. Oh, Thrill. Yes. I understand you needed to have people on. Yes. But was Big Sexy not available, or was Maddie Bizzle uh, entertaining the, the internets with the headphones through the ears and the eyes or whatever <laughs> he does? You get these two clown shoes coming on. And, yeah, I listen to our podcast in reverse order. I listen to the recap and review, and then I listen to the predictions. Why? Because I'm weird like that. (laughs) So I throw a little promo on the Grapples to Apples. It's the Grapples to Apples Instagram page, not my Instagram page that Hugo so ever wrongly put out there. A little promo, not to just you, not to just the love of my life, but to everyone who's challenging for my championship tomorrow night at NXT's TakeOver 31. Sunday night. Sunday night, excuse me. I'm used to TakeOver's being on Saturday. Yeah. Now, Tom, Tom Davis, Tommy Boy, wants to say that he doesn't want to give me more airtime than I deserve while he was on. Uh, mm. Excuse me, Thomas. Your airtime <laughs> is rented. You hear me? Your airtime 
is rented because of me. And it's time to pay the piper. You laid on your bills, boy. <laughs> he wants to, quote unquote, shoot on me. It wasn't shooting. He was throwing rocks at me like a little kid. Throwing rocks at me. And the great, the late great Rowdy Roddy Piper said, you do not throw rocks at a man holding a machine gun. Mm. Tom, you have made yourself an enemy, my friend. And you ruined what we could have had of a really good partnership. Now I must destroy you. But enough about that thrill. I am back. Marilyn was a dumpster. <laughs> I was out I was out there. There was like this car show thing, H2OI. Um it definitely showed my age. I was like, there's too much noise. There's too much people. Like, uh, I'm here to relax. What's going on? But <laughs> enough about that. We're here for the wrestlings. We're here for the grapples. Sometimes the apples. <laughs> Mostly the grapples. We have some Raw, some SmackDown, some draft news. And of course the two hottest free agents on the market now. (laughs) And of course, predictions. Oh, yeah. We can't get into any of that. Because Thrill, I'm back. I have to do this. I know that you were running point on this, but Thrill, do you? Do do me a favor. Do me a favor. Yo. Let's ring that bell. All right, so let's talk about some news outside of the WWE first. First things first, over the beginning of the COVID era, the first few months of the COVID lockdown, we had probably the biggest story that's hit professional wrestling in years, where we had the speaking out movement, where uh, performers and other associates in the professional wrestling industry have spoken out on sexual assault, sexual... Misconduct. Misconduct. Thank you. I couldn't remember the word. Sexual misconduct performed or um, committed by wrestlers, promoters, etc. Arguably, the biggest perpetrator that came out of all this was Joey Ryan. Uh, Joey Ryan, known as, quote-unquote, the penis wrestler, whose whole gimmick is, you know, sexually based, but we all kind of thought it was all fun and tongue-in-cheek. Turns out, according to his accusers, not so funny, not so tongue-in-cheek. Um, he was the one who who got the brunt of the accusations, ended up pretty much just his career's over at this point. Well, he has decided that after taking many a lickings, he's going to start to fight back, and he is countersuing against three of his accusers, um, citing that he has lost over $20,000 a month since these accusations and allegations have come to light back in, I believe, April is when this all started. Um, so he's arguing that, you know, these three accusers have all given false accusations and claims as the things that he's committed. And because of that, he has lost out on $20,000 plus a month, and he's looking for damages to be recouped because of that. 
Oh, I am not even going to venture an opinion on this. Uh, it's I don't I don't even have words. If you got something to say, shades by all means, knock yourself out. I got nothing. I yeah. Um, I would care, and I I, I wouldn't believe him. Um, but he had more of a light to stand on if he decided to do this. I don't know. Five months ago, six months ago. You know, when he was actually being accused. Uh, now that it's affecting his bag, now he wants to say something. Sorry. Um, although you don't like him, when Matt Riddle was accused, he went on the defensive quickly. Right away. He claimed his innocence, and, you know, nothing's come up of that as far as I know. Right. And I thought we were, I thought we were done with the whole um, speaking out. Not in terms of, like, girls... Now, now you can keep quiet, but more like, thank God this is over. You know, thank yeah. God there's no more going on. Right, right, right. Um, for Joey Ryan to come out now, uh, it's October. You know, um, he's he's probably feeling it financially, and he's like, yo, I need to recoup this now. Like, there's no way. But if I'm not mistaken, when he was uh, still wrestling, wasn't he doing his? Um, Farewell tour of the Indies. Like, wasn't he like retiring from the Indies? Um, I, I mean, something to a uh, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, he was going to focus solely on his promotion, bar wrestling, while doing his Impact dates. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't going to be doing a lot of indie stuff, but he has his own promotion, bar wrestling, and he was going to focus primarily on that. Yeah, which um, is now gone. Yeah, um, but that's that's as much time as I want to give him, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. What he was accused of, or he is accused of, is despicable acts, and that's all you get, Joey. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Joseph. Yeah. Moving on, as alluded to earlier, the two hottest free agents are out there now, as Rob Van Dam and Katie Forbes are no longer under contract. With Impact Wrestling. They had originally signed a short-term deal. That's now over. And so now, the highest man to get high, and I'm not talking about his five-star frog splash, and uh, and his his partner, his lady, they are both free agents. <laughs> um, so once I saw this, I was like, Katie Forbes, not WWE material. No. More like Cheetah's Gentleman Club material, but not <laughs> WWE material. And, and RBD, Rob Van Dam is too he old. Not only that, he can't get cleared because his eye. WWE will not oh, yeah, because it's Yeah. So the speculation now is like, oh, they're going to go to M- um, AEW. Burps. No. Burps. No, they're not. No shot. Katie Forbes is everything they're trying to move away from. Mm-hmm. They're trying to legitimize women's wrestling. She will send them back more than they already are. Yeah. And Rob Van Dam is another old wrestler. We don't need that. As it, a one-off, yes. sure. I don't have one match. Mm-hmm. But to uh, have Rob Van Dam challenge um, Brody Lee for the the TNT, TNT championship once or something like that. You know, don't don't make a thing of it. 
But then you're going to have your WWE smarts. Look at that. AEW signing Rob Van Dam. It's like, no. It's just a one-off. It's an appearance. What they should do is the next time they have some sort of battle royal or the next time, you know, casino battle royal or whatever, let RVD do that. That's it. Yeah. Why not? That's it. But that's a, that's the yeah. extent of what I want to see of RVD and AEW. Yeah, if AEW has him challenging for the AEW world, you know, world title, that's a mistake. I I, I swear on Brownie, <laughs> I will never watch AEW again. <laughs> Fair enough, I guess. Um. So yeah, uh, Rob Van Dam, Katie Forbes, they ruined Impact's relationship with Twitch. They had that. Live uh, adult interaction celebration. Yeah, with Katie Forbes's girlfriend. Um, sure, we saw an areola or two. I don't know. I didn't. I, didn't watch. Of, I have no idea. I, I, I did some history. <laughs> I did some research. Oh, research. I did some research. Anyway. <laughs> Research. All right, now I want to talk about what's becoming what's becoming my favorite part of this week, of every weekly episode, and that is to give you some tournament updates. First things first, let's check in with the Ring of Honor's Pure Tournament. This past week, we had Finley, that's right, Mr. David Finley, defeating Rocky Romero to advance to the next round. We also had Fred Yehi defeating Silas Young. We had um, Josh Woods defeating Kenny King and Matt Seidel defeating Delirious, all moving on to the second round. So as of right now, we have Jay Lethal versus David Finley in Block A. Yehi is awaiting his opponent between Tracy Taylor, I mean Tracy Williams and Russ Taylor. And then in Block B, Gresham versus Seidel. That should be fun. And Woods awaits his opponent between PJ Black and Tony Deppen. So we got so far the next round got one match level ready, one match waiting. Uh, I I know from last week you're really big on the pure tournament. Yes. Um me I'm not so much. You know, like it's a cool thing to watch if you're you know, you got free time. But uh, I'm more interested in the next tournament you're talking about. Oh, you mean New Japan's G1 Climax? Yes. So let's go over the standings. Over in Block A, after a shocking start last week, we got some some things shaking out. Maybe some more surprises. In tenth and in last place in Block A, zero and four is the Tokyo Pimp Yujiro Takahashi. (laughs) (laughs) Tied for seventh place, all at one and three, Stone Pitbull, Yomohiro Ishii, uh, Tomohiro Ishii, sorry, Shingo Takage, and Jeff Cobb. Much to my surprise, in sixth place. At an even two and two is the Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada. And in a five-way tie for first, as of right now, all at three and one are Kota Ibushi, 
Minoru Suzuki, the aerial assassin Will Ospreay, Tai Chi, I don't know why, and the Switchblade, Jay White. You want do 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 you want to talk about your boy now, or you want to wait until I have to go through Block B? Um, no, Jay White's where he should be. Tai Chi's a surprise. Like uh, I think you guys said it last week. If you said pick your, you know, make make your picks for. The, I think uh, Tom said if you made your picks for the G one climax, and we we all be eating L's on Tai Chi. Oh yeah. I, I'm 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 waiting for the shoe to drop because I don't understand what Taiji's doing at the top of the heap. Yeah, and before the climax even started, I said Will Osprey's going to have himself a fantastic mm-hmm. G1 climax. Oh yeah, and here he is, three and one. Hope I, I really hope he keeps it going. I said this is what gets him out of the juniors and into the heavyweight division. The climax can do that for him. Very true. Even even if he doesn't win it, if he can go far. You know, it'll do a lot for him as a heavyweight. Yeah. Let's move over to B Block. In tied for last place, Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, and Sanada. That stinks. Man, that's rough. All three of them boys had one and three with only two points. Did not expect to see Sanada all the way down there. Tied yeah. for tied for fourth place. In a interesting middle of the pack here, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Evil, Zack Saber Jr., and Kenta. These are all four guys that you might have expected to see at the top of the pile, or any of these four could have been somewhere near the top. Anyone, anyone but Evil. True, because considering Evil was just a champion, you might have, you know, you would think they'd give him a little bit more love than the middle of the pack. Yeah, that was just. That was a speed bump. Yeah, it was so weird, right? To think that evil was a yeah. so weird. It's like a, a nightmare. Or not, no disrespect, but it's like a weird dream that you're just like, huh, did that happen? Anyway, and then at the top, tied for first place, a three-way tie at three and one with six points each, Juice Robinson, Toru Yano, and oh. Tetsuya Naito. A boy Naito at the top of the pack, as usual. And yeah, Tariano. <laughs> well, the guy's a walking meme, but you know what? He's Tariano right now. I can't. I can't say anything. How, how are you liking this? You got both. Both blocks are being led by yeah, my guys. Three your, your boys. The leader of Bullet Club on one block A. Got the leader of uh, uh, Lij in block B. <clears throat> You got me, the the leader of G two A right now. And oh boy, everything's everything's sitting pretty in Shapeland right now. Excuse me, sir. You're the leader of G two A. Yeah, I am the leader of G two. I am your champion. I am the the flag bearer for our company. Just because you're the current champion does not make you the leader or flag bearer of nothing. I'm the face of this company, and I will need to start being treated as such, or I will take my talents elsewhere. You're the face of a company where the two faces are yours and mine. It does not say much for you to be the face of this company. All right? Speak for yourself. I'm a dapper debonair. 
Oh, that diaper debonair. Anyway. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, that's that. That's I mean, the G one climax is always gonna give you some fun results, and who knows? Are Tai Chi and Toru Yanu gonna stay at the top of the at their of their blocks going into you know further we go along? Maybe, maybe not. Are we gonna see some some surges, some late surges from the likes of Sonata or even Evil? Only time will tell. But you're going to get more when we get more next week. So, Shades, let's move on to what's going on over in WWE, man. Actually, there are two bits of news that I just came across. Oh? Breaking, breaking, breaking news. Not breaking news per se, but James Storm still con- is confirms that he's still a free agent. Um, so he is leaving NWA. The only issue with that is... He's currently one half of the tag team champions with Eli Drake. So I didn't know if we should talk about it this week or not because it's not really news. It's what could have been news. But James Storm supposedly was set to debut for WWE until the pandemic hit. After Mania, he was supposed to debut. But James Storm has – excuse me. James Storm has popped up on on, uh, NXT before. Uh, to little to no fanfare. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay. Yeah, I'm not and, sure what kind of reception he's going to get in WWE. He's a longtime Impact guy, TNA guy, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But similar to when Chris Harris... um left Impact and went to WWE, gained all that weight, and he's doing knock-knock jokes, killed his character, and that's it. I don't know if, if James Storm is a, is a needle mover, you know, for WWE. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's 43. Mm-hmm. He's still in good shape. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, again, you could have a, a surprise pop-up at AEW doing a, a quick championship match for the mid-card belt or a battle royal type thing. Why not? Yeah. But if he goes to WWE, he's not going to want to go to NXT. Mm. But does he have – I don't know, man. I don't think he has the the star credentials to go straight to Maine. He's no AJ Styles. Yeah. Agreed. And agree. if you look at creative, I don't know that you want to go straight to main roster anyway. Yeah. I mean, two years ago, he shoots on WWE. Now you're going back? Come on. Am I boring you? No, sir. It's been a long week. I apologize. Oh, okay. And the last bit of news that I saw is Michael Elgin. Boo. Checks into rehab. Oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I immediately regret that decision. I'm sorry. 
good, yeah. good, for, good for him. Good for you, Michael Elgin. Seriously, good for you. That's why I paused for dramatic effect. Thanks, man. Thanks for setting me up. <laughs> so yeah, bad guy. Okay, good way. for him. Good for him. You bad guy. You set me up. You know how I feel about Elgin. I didn't know what you were coming with. Yeah. Next time, hold your tongue. <clears throat> now to some WWE news. The draft is coming up. WWE announces that we're going to have, again, a two-night draft starting October 9th. That is Friday Night SmackDown. Mm-hmm. That will carry over onto the next Raw, which I believe is the 11th? 12th. 12th. It's the 12th. So we will have a two-night draft again. Um, I would like to really see them incorporate NXT guys. Which we don't know if they're going to do that because Triple H will not give a straight answer. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame them if they don't, especially because Survivor Series is coming up like the next month after that. Mm. So you kind of want like the ability to have NXT possibly win like they did last year. See, but this is why it doesn't make any sense to do the brand draft in the fall. Because the last few years, ever since the the split, they've been doing the brand supremacy Survivor Series stuff. But why would you have brand loyalty for a brand you've been working for for less than a month? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm we're Team SmackDown. Like, bro, you're on Raw, like, last week. What do you mean? What are you talking about? doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. Uh, I was looking through the interwebs, and I see a thread on Reddit. Why is Michael Elgin so hated? And I could have swore I thought I saw Will the Thrill there. (laughs) I did not write that post. That is not me. Yeah. Uh, So back to the draft. Um I don't, I don't understand, like, <clears throat> like I understand being proud of the brand and whatnot, but if you're AJ Styles and you're back to Raw, like, are you really, like, I'm a Raw guy now? Like, no. You're not. I'm sorry. You were just on SmackDown fighting for the IC title last month. Yeah. Kick rocks. Exactly. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I'm... I'm more interested to see this draft because you don't have a Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. You don't have a Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. You don't have a Charlotte right now who um, posted on her Twitter, uh, I would say, um, earlier this week, she posted with her, Ric Flair, and her fiance, Andrade. Um, and an eagle-eyed viewer would see that her her cup size has gone down significantly. So she probably mm-hmm. had the breast augmentation surgery or the breast implant surgery mm-hmm. to put a smaller implant in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we don't know when she's coming back. I'd say 
keep her off TV for a little bit longer mm-hmm. and have her be one of the captains for Survivor Series. But then you got to bring her back like soon. Uh, you can bring her back in the beginning. Uh, was it, at least three weeks before Survivor Series because you need to have um, each team invade each show and have such a hoopla. Unless you're gonna bring her back as the captain, like have a bunch of women in the ring, and then someone be like, "Oh, we need a captain, and this is gonna be our captain," and then it's the return of Charlotte Flair. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, me and booking, we go hand in hand, like you and booking. Like last, like last week's booking, you were. You were spot on, my friend. I had some some things I disagreed with, and I'll I'll get into that in like after I'm done with the news. But yeah, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, announces the announces the XFL's (laughs) relaunch for spring 2022. Uh, This gives them ample time. With COVID, just in case COVID does carry over to 2021, they're not shooting themselves in the foot. Yep. Um, good job by The Rock. Uh, they when Vince re when Vince relaunched uh, the XFL, it didn't do gangbusters, but it was a nice alternative to sports. Uh, you know, football in was it the summers or yeah. uh, was it the that's you know the spring or whatever? Yeah, the spring and summer months. So, it's it's an interesting. Uh, I want to see what The Rock does with this, for sure. Yeah, I hope he's putting a lot of money to, to flush down the toilet. Because if you're in the business of throwing money out, Rock, I will give you my email address. Boy. We can do some things with your money. Fact. And the last bit of WWE news. So WWE. And their superstars, and you told them, hey, your Twitch days are numbered. Now WWE is going to begin to take over uh, of the talents, their their Twitch accounts over the next month. So Paige, um, AJ Styles, The New Day, Randy Orton, uh, they all stream on Twitch or Mixer. Mixer's not a thing anymore. Um, so like either leave the company or say bye-bye to Twitch, say bye-bye to streaming. Yeah. Apparently the word on the street is that the wrestlers backstage who are involved in, you know, stuff like this are, are quote unquote livid. Mm -hmm. Can't say I blame them. Um, but from what I understand, so I don't know the legal Stand. I don't know what legal standing the WWE has to just take over these channels, but from what I understand, the wrestlers are now going to be receiving a percentage of the revenue earned by their channels, which is lunacy. I don't. Yeah. I don't even. I can't even fathom because whatever money you're making from these from from these um outlets, it's not even like. You're only getting a percentage to begin with. Like people who are on... Exactly. Like if you're on YouTube or whatever, you're only getting like ad revenue and that doesn't even make up a lot of money. 
like the only way you're really making any money is if you have like a Patreon or direct donations. So if you're telling me that these, you know, wrestlers who are going to have third party channels and, and services on Twitch or YouTube, whatever, and the WWE is going to get the main cut and that the performer is going to get a, uh, a percentage of that. Holy gee, they're going to get pennies. They're going to get pennies on the dollar. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it works for names that, that um, the wrestler owns license to. So AJ Styles mm-hmm. has he has the licensing to his own yeah. name. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to work, but Paige for the WWE doesn't work. Um, the New Day, like, like these – Teams that are owned by the teams, these people that are owned by the WWE essentially are aren't going to make much money from their accounts because <clears throat> if you're already splitting 75-25, right? So 75% of a donation goes to um, the, the, the Twitch user, 25% goes to Twitch. This is just a, a, a estimate. I don't know the exact amount. Mm. So, so now what do you tell me is going to happen? You're 75 and 25. Now that 75 gets broken and it's not going to be broken in half. It's going to be 75, 25 going the other way. Yeah. So you're going to get 25 so, of the 75. So, no, that's not proper math. No, I'm saying like potentially. So if you have, if it's 75, 25. You're getting a quarter of that 75 now. That's what I'm saying. So you're still not making anything that's i can't even i mean i know Paige said that i think she changed everything over to her real name to soraya knight is mm-hmm. all of her stuff that switched over to soraya knight instead of page and she'd said so and made a, a an announcement on twitter i think it was she mm-hmm. like, hey to all my fans everything's gonna be switched over to my real name soraya knight for legal reasons blah 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 so so you can still stream as long as you're not using your WWE-owned license name. It's just, it's just, oh, man. This thing is, it's, oh. I don't know. I don't know. It's WWE, man. Like and how much money, like, how much, how money hungry do you have to be that you're going to go after Man's got to recoup. Oh, He's got to recoup. Thunder Domain, cheap. Thunder Domain cheap. All them damn lights like an EDM show. This is the most financially lucrative year in the company's career. And they're still just scratching and just taking any dime they can out of their own wrestlers' pockets? Bro, I... I don't know. I I got nothing to say on this. Uh, The last bit of news, not actually news, it's just some... uh, I wanted to give my take, not my full take, just my uh, rating of Clash of Champions. Now, I, too, agreed with Thrill. Um, I don't know how Hugo came up with his numbers, but (laughs) you do need to lay off the Jack Daniels with the honey because your numbers (laughs) is all over the place. I, I I sit there with Thrill. It was... The show had no reason to be that good. Three point two five, three and a half max is what they're getting, and that's good for a B pay per view. Yeah. Um, 
but what really uh, t- tickled my, you know, nether regions was, <laughs> and still is, the Roman Reigns heel turn. Mm. And the the storytelling that Roman did, just mm. purely speaking alone, yeah, was all oh my. It's like this is the Roman that we have been waiting for. Yep. Now I agree with you, and you said, uh, I think you said the Romans like I, I've been wearing trunks. You know, I've been wearing these uh, you know military cargos for my entire career. And the last time he wore like trunks, Listen. he was in NXT. Yeah. And this is when he was like Florida Championship Wrestling NXT. Yeah. Like that was yeah. FCW stuff, yeah. Yeah. So I don't necessarily like the whole tribal chief thing. I understand what they're trying to get at it. Again, agreed with you guys. Um, what I disagree with you guys is um where you guys said that Jay immediately falls in line with Roman and Jimmy falls in line with him also. And they just start running amok and doing like uh, basically running SmackDown. And then you, uh, you know, I think it was you that said you have uh, Naomi come over to, to Jimmy's her husband, right? Correct. And she, She's like, what are you doing? This isn't you, blah, 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 blah. And, he, and Roman comes over. And he's just like, yo, you're not family. You know, like you may be married to the family, but you're not blood. You'll never be real family. And then Jimmy's got to like kind of choose between his wife or his family. Mm-hmm. I think that Jay never aligns with Roman. So mm-hmm. so Jimmy already called him, you're, you're the tribal chief, man. Like, th- is that what you want? You're the tribal chief? Like, you're done. Like, you got it. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy comes back from injury. He falls in line. But Jay is the thorn in Roman's side. He's, um, mm-hmm. he had, Roman has Jimmy beat down on Jay. Naomi comes out and tries to stop. I'm like, listen, this is your brother. Like, stop. Stop what you're doing. And this all leads to a WrestleMania match between Roman Reigns and the original Samoan, The Rock, and you have Roman beat The Rock at WrestleMania to solidify himself as the quote-unquote tribal chief. Because on SmackDown today, you have Paul Heyman come out. Um, he he was name dropping High Chief Peter Maivia and and uh, Sika Roman's dad and the the head shrinkers and mm-hmm. Roman puts his hand out like he wants the mic and he says, "Don't call me the Tribal Chief because he didn't call me the Tribal Chief. I want to hear him say it." Mm-hmm. So him talking obviously about Jay. Mm-hmm. Jay comes. Uh, this is what I like. You have like real family doing storylines together because. You can see the emotion in their face. Jay comes out. He's all battered because, let's face it, Roman put the boots to asses on on Sunday. He will that ass. Um, and Roman's like, I'm disappointed, man. Like, I was trying to elevate you. I was trying to elevate the family. And he's like, you can't even look me in my eyes, man. You can't even look me in my eyes. And Jay's like, 
who are you? Like, I, I don't know who the person I'm looking at right now. Like, this isn't you. Like, you're supposed to be my brother. You're supposed to be my cousin. Like, and you do something like this. And Roman's just looking at him. He's like, you can't even look at me. You, you're looking at this on my shoulder. Like, is this what it's about? Like, this is what you want? It's like, you got it. You got a universal championship match. When do you want it? You want it, you want it at Hell in the Cell? Man, it's yours. Like, if that's what you really want, it's yours. You have your match at Hell in the Cell. It's like, but there's going to be major consequences the like that WWE has never seen before. Now everybody's speculating. Oh, what does this mean? And Roman kind of like, like pulls him in for a hug. And he's whispering something, but Roman kind of has the mic towards like the his back, so you can sort of pick it up. And because my TV is not so good and I wasn't listening on headphones, you wouldn't be able to, excuse me, hear it. But you know, if I get to go back and look at it, I'll try to decipher what Roman actually said to him. He leaves the ring, and Jimmy's like, yeah, you know what? We are going to do this at Hell on the Cell. I don't care about the consequences. So Roman is walking up the ring, and his head is down, and he kind of looks. He has like this sad face on, and then you just see a smirk. And I'm just like, oh, Roman, man, you, you're doing great character. This is something that he needed. And I like, I, I said this before, and I'll say it again. Now, I, I, didn't say, I was saying this to myself when I was listening to the podcast. I was like, you have your baby face Samoans, and then all, uh, hold on, I gotta readjust. All you need to do is turn them heel. Mm-hmm. It worked with The Rock. Mm-hmm. It worked with The Usos. Mm-hmm. It's working with Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. This is the best Roman we have ever had. Ever. Now, I don't want him to have the belt for forever because I still don't think he's that good in the ring. Like you said um, last week, his best match, his best in-ring work was with AJ. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because AJ elevates whoever he's in the ring with. Roman, although you have the, the family ties, and Jay came out this week with like almost tears in his eyes. You can build on this for a while. For a while. If if the Jay thing runs too, uh, runs dry, you have the Jimmy thing. If you don't like if the Jimmy thing runs too dry, you have the Jimmy and Naomi thing. Mm-hmm. If you if that starts to 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 like get stale, you have you can implement Rikishi. Like, yo, that's your cousin. Like, why are you doing this to them? Mm-hmm. And then at the end of everything, you hear the Rock's music, and that is the climax. You can build this to WrestleMania. I you can build this for the next six months I if done that. properly. I can see that. It'd be smart this for them to bring in Rikishi also. If they can bring in Rikishi, mm-hmm. if they Oh man, I got my brain working. If they if they go down a path where he's kind of taking on the Usos either one at a time or together for a little bit, you or even if they do fall in line with Roman and they start doing dastardly things, you can have Rikishi confront Roman. 
He's like, what are you doing to my boys? This is not how yeah. I raise And Rowan goes, I do it for the ooze. <laughs> I do it for the people. Stupid. But yeah, you can then have, you know, Roman, you know, be like, yo, you need to get out of my face because you were never successful enough to feed the family. You know, mm-hmm. Heal it up on Rikishi that way. You know, oh, what? You you think I gotta I gotta give a damn what you have to say because you used to sit around here and dance with a bunch of white boys on TV? Mm. Mm. Tell him, Roman. You Tell know, him. hits mm. him with that. Oh, oh, you know. And then and then, and then the, she says something. You know, oh, you better remember who you blah blah blah. And then boom, that Roman Reigns uppercut, bomb hit the floor. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it becomes even more personal. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Tell God. Him. You can say it right now. You had these two jokers on last week. They didn't help you book anything. I'm back and look at us. We book we book it for the next six, seven months, baby. Oh my god. Bro, so alright. We gotta find Vince's number somehow. Or Triple H. We gotta get someone's number. Cause give me the book. Give me the book, son. Give us the book. I'm give a- Apple for Apples the book. I'm DMing Roman Reigns every day from now on. <laughs> Roman, get us the book. <sighs> Roman. Yo, I'm telling you, brother. We can carry this to WrestleMania. You start yes. with, with you start with them beating with him beating up on each Uso until he beats them into submission. You do the Naomi stuff, then you do the Rikishi stuff. That way you kind of amplify the Uso stuff. Kind of, oh, yes. So then after after he slaps up on Rikishi, because at this point the Usos have fallen in line with 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 with, uh, with Roman, and Rikishi is kind of like trying to save his boy's souls, so to speak. So once he smacks up on Rikishi, then the Usos can slowly start to like maybe, you know, give the side eye and think about turning on Roman. Think about turning on Roman. And then you nah, nah, they can't, they can't, they can't. They're, they're so afraid of him that they no, can't no, even no. think about that. They're not going to because they're so afraid of him. They can't, they know they can't do it. And that's when they can bring in The Rock as their proxy. Someone who See, can defend the family name because they weren't able to. And that's when The Rock can come out and be like, you know, maybe they couldn't have gotten it done. You know, sure, you can say whatever you want about Quiche, but you'll never be The Rock. You came into the Rock's home. Yeah. You're on the Rock show every week. Don't forget, mm-hmm. you know that you're sitting in my shoes, so on and so forth. And let and then and then that's how you. Oh, bro, give me the, give us the book. Yeah. See now, like my original thing was, this ends with Roman beating the Rock, but you need a you need the babyface to go over. Now it doesn't have to be for the Universal Championship. I don't think but, I don't think the Rock has to come over on this. I think I agree with you. I think Roman should beat the Rock at WrestleMania. Yeah, is there a better way to put over new heel Roman Reigns? You yo, he's had a billion coronations. He's had seventeen thousand WrestleMania main events. This is the one he should have had. This is the one that's going to do the job. This is the one. I don't think the only thing is like I don't think Roman is more over than the Rock. So. It still may get booed, which will work in his favor, exactly. building more heat towards him. 
Exactly. You want you don't want him to get over on the rock. You want him to get booed over the rock. Yeah, but Vince doesn't want to end uh, WrestleMania with booze. <sighs> I don't know. Man. I mean, we've had to have had WrestleManias in the past where the heels gone over at the end. Um, I'm sure. Um. Well, nothing's coming to mind now because it's pretty late. You know, I mean, theoretically, when, when Roman beat Undertaker. He was in a heel, but yeah. And it would booze, though. Yeah. Eh. I don't know, man. I think I think that's the way to go. I think that's the only way to go. It's, a, it's, it's definitely a spicy meat to ball, I'll tell you that. The problem is, is The Rock getting to wrestle because... Ever since that one time where like he hurt his hamstring, whenever he doesn't wrestle anymore because it affects his insurance when he does acting jobs. Yeah. And considering he's the highest paid actor in all of Hollywood right now. Yeah. Which last was it last week he um he was late for a recording and the like his electric gate like locked up on him, so he ripped the, the gate off the hinges <laughs> to make it to his movie shoot. Like, that man is too strong for his own good. <laughs> He's more secure than his own security. That's insane. Yeah. Oh, I can't. So, so I know that we're like we jumped around, like spoke about SmackDown. Um, there is one more thing I want to speak about on SmackDown. If you have anything that you want to talk about on Raw, mm-hmm. which is the great work that Alexa Bliss continues to do. With uh, Bray Wyatt and The Fiend. This week on SmackDown, Kevin Owens was on doing the KO show because they're doing the cross brand for the draft thing. Um, and KO was asking her questions like, like, like what's what's going on with you? Like, well, why, why have you changed? She's saying she hasn't changed and, you know... Um, when he looks you in the eyes, you know, you, your whole body goes numb and it's it's, it's euphoric. And I, I've never felt anything like this before. And then all of a sudden, the lights start going out. And Kevin Owens start th- starts throwing around like the, the, prop, the, the props in the ring. And the fiend is behind him, hits him with the mandible claw. And Bliss is just like... Blank. She's just sitting in the chair, still looking at the fiend deliver the mandible claw, which went off for far too long. I felt like he was in the mandible claw for like forty-five seconds. And a two-hour show, forty-five seconds is a lifetime. Yeah. So once Kevin Owens finally like passed out, and I use quotes for that, the fiend slowly turned to Bliss, and Bliss just was fixated on him. She she couldn't take her eyes off the fiend. And the fiend puts his hand out and Alexa Bliss takes his hand and you get the, the fiend laugh and it goes to commercial. And the most important thing out of this whole segment was just like the, the fiend's a great man. All you need to do is let him in. Mm. I'm just like, Hmm. 
we need like I don't there is no great white hope there's no angel coming down from the heavens to vanquish the fiend mm-hmm. where does this go do you just keep having the fiend recruit because in my opinion with Kevin Owens and Aleister Black's you know, change would you like to see Black the fiend bliss in a stable because it's something I said I'd like to see on like in theory, but when I actually break it down, it's like mm, I don't want Alistair Black in a stable. Yeah, no, I I don't no no. So yeah, I think that uh, SmackDown is killing it right now with the Roman stuff and the Fiend and, and Bliss stuff. Shorty G still a thing. Why? <laughs> he, he had a squ- it was a squash match against Sheamus. Two bro kicks and that's it. So what's the point of this? It's like SmackDown was less than it has been, but these two segments just boosted the show. Like if we're doing ratings for it, mm-hmm. I, I'm ra- I'm rating this week SmackDown at a at a 0.5 but these two alone bring it up to a 2.5 yeah raw i think it's really i mean i've been been saying it i've been saying for the last few weeks that smackdown has been like you know if nothing else for like the few segments that they're doing well are totally worth it's worth watching they're back to being the better show Raw, I didn't get to watch because I was driving back from Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, what I what I did watch, I didn't like. There was no retribution this week. Well, that's uh, like Randy. COVID. Randy Orton, uh, with his nineteen uh, nineties three D glasses, turns the light out on the legends that beat him up the night before. And lays waste to them with a chair, obviously in the dark. So, you know, you can't hit Ric Flair. He'd probably die. <laughs> I, shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't be laughing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <clears throat> sorry. Once I, once I saw that, and then the stuff that they're doing with uh, uh, the Mysterios and Buddy Murphy. Oh, God. I was like, oh, man. They they did they had something good they had something good with Seth and Dominic, and then they ruined it. It's they bro, ruined it. This, they they, they did minutes, too much. It's, it's they yeah, did too yeah, much. Yeah. We're we're in full on novella territory now with Aaliyah, and apparently naive is like the biggest insult you could throw at a young lady because oh I just ah. Uh, uh, like you had something good with the Mysterios and and Seth Rollins, and then you ruined it by incorporating his daughter. There was no need. What is she gonna start wrestling now too? No, I don't think she has any interest in wrestling. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was that was what I felt like I needed to speak about. Throughout the week, that and Cody's Superman hair. Whoa! 
<laughs> pick, choose a color, stick to it. I feel like every two years he changes his hair color. It he does what suits his whatever he needs. I originally did not like the blonde, and it grew on me. And now seeing him as a brunette again is weird. It's not a brunette. Uh, You remember? I don't know if you were watching Always Sunny when Dennis dyed his hair black because he felt like he was getting older. He had to look young. That's like that's Mm -hmm. that's how I feel. Cody looks like. You gonna start botoxing his face? Oh no! No, like I don't know. I that's. I don't I I don't know what AEW is doing, especially if they're going to turn all of the elite heel. Like, there's not enough. There's not enough top baby faces right now to turn all of the elite heel. Bad idea. But you know what though? I, I'll say this much: what I enjoy is that every week, I'm. I don't want to say like confused, but. I don't know what's happening. You know, are they all going to turn heel? I don't know. Are are some of them going to turn heel? I don't know. What's the end game here? I don't know. With WWE, and you know, not to compare, but let's be real, we're everyone's always comparing. Either you know what they're doing, and you go, "Oh God, why?" Or you don't know what they're doing, but it's because like, what what are you doing? Not because you don't know, but because you don't understand. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I would much rather be in a situation where I'm curiously intrigued and, you know, I don't know where you're going with this versus not understanding where you're going with this or why you're going in that direction. Yeah. But, sure, if it's okay with you, I say we talk about the fact that in the world of professional wrestling, there are good apples. Good seeds, rather. <laughs> and like Will just now, he's a bad apple. I mean, a bad seed. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, they all contribute to the tree, to the garden, to the forest. That is professional wrestling. So... Let's talk about our good and bad seeds for the week. This is easily a no-brainer for me. Go for it. Talk Roman Reigns, my good seed. Roman Reigns. All right. Everything about it. The promo. Class of champions. Everything is It's coming together so perfectly for him right now. And it's about time. Because he was getting shoved down our throats and we didn't like it as a baby face. Mm -hmm. But him being a jerk Mm -hmm. works. Mm -hmm. I just, I I can't. I know it it takes some time, but please get rid of the shield music. I believe they're working on it, sir. Yeah. Um, uh, Should I go with my bad seat as well? Yeah, give me your bad seat. Randy Orton beating up on four old <laughs> legends. Because right. I'm sitting, I was listening to the podcast while you guys were doing the recap. And it's like Orton, like Orton's going to be off TV now because he got, you know, his ass kicked. So 
he's going to be off for a while. And it's going to be Keith Lee versus Drew McIntyre. And then he shows up the next night and beats up the same four men that beat him up the night before. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. So you know what? You get my bad seat. You figure out what you're doing with Randy Orton. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, oh, man. My good seed. My good seed. My seed that is good. Um... Um... I don't want to repeat what you said. I don't want to go with the Roman stuff. I don't know, bro. I guess I'll go with... The only, the only other thing I can think of is the two ongoing tournaments that I think are just real highlights in what professional wrestling can be alternatively from what we get in North America. You know, I mean, Man, two really weeks in a row. Yeah. I mean, granted, Ring of Honor is in North America, but, you know, it's, again, I, I love the taste of difference. I love that. You know what? That's, my good seat is going to go to professional wrestling as a whole for its diversity, which you mm-hmm. What you get on Monday and Friday and Wednesday from WWE is vastly different from what you're going to get from Ring of Honor and New Japan right now, which is different from what you're going to get from AEW on Wednesdays. I just, I'm loving it. So that's my good seed. The diversity within the industry. Mm-hmm. Add seed. Woo, where do I go from here? Boy, I got plenty to go with. I could talk about how stupid this draft is when you're moving wrestlers two weeks before the draft. I could talk about the WWE just draining their employees, or I'm sorry, their independent contractors of money. I could talk about Joey Ryan. I could talk about so many things all being my bad seed. So where does it land? I'm going to give my bad seed. To WWE taking over the Twitch accounts of their performers. Mm. You made your point. You, you like you already did what you had to do when you told your wrestlers about all this. You got to take the money out of their pockets too, like directly now out of their pockets. Come on, nah, that's my bad seed. Okay. And now, with, and with that, we move on to. The fun stuff. This upcoming Sunday, we have NXT TakeOver 31, which means it's time for some predictions, baby, because the Grapples to Apples World Championship is on the line. The current champion, Shades, putting his belt on the line in a five-card show. Remember, folks, you predict the winner, you get a point. If you put in a lock and that is a success, you get an extra point. But if it's a failure, well, you get an extra L. So. The real. Yes, sir. Before we start with predictions, yes. seeing that we're here now, should we give our listeners the new plans for grapples to apples when it comes to this time of the year. Absolutely. You know what, Shades? I completely forgot, but you're 100% right. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an announcement, a huge 
announcement here at Grapples to Apples. A game changer, to say the least. This is going to shake up every major pay-per-view and B-pay-per-view from here on in. Now, because this is your baby, I want to let you explain it. But coming to Grapples to Apples universe, starting with full gear, right? Yes. We've settled on full gear, but that will change next year. We will get into that very shortly. Starting at full gear, we are announcing the first ever Grapples to Apples Fall Harvest. Now, what's the Fall Harvest? Well, Shades, why don't you let them in on your brainchild that's going to rock the world of Grapples to Apples and their listeners and fans. So similar to Chris Jericho's invention of the Money in the Bank briefcase, I'm sitting in Maryland looking out at the beach and I think to myself, is being champion too easy? No. (laughs) And let's make it harder. Let's do something more akin to the Money in the Bank, where in the fall time, the first pay-per-view after the 21st of September, that's the first official day of the fall, the first pay-per-view, we will have the fall harvest. The winner of the fall harvest gets to cash in their harvest and become Grapples to Apples World Champion. Now, there are some rules here. You cannot cash in on a Raw, a SmackDown, an NXT, or a Dynamite. You can, however, cash in on any pay-per-view. Any pay-per-view we give predictions on, you are allowed to cash in. Now, Shades, how how does one win the Fall Harvest? Similar to the where you win a championship. Whoever has the most points at the end of the night, who has the most wins at the end of the full harvest, that one night pay-per-view, is the winner. They hold the full harvest. They have the harvest. They can cash this in at any time. Now, Thrill and I were talking about this before. You can cash in mid-pay-per-view, you can cash in at the end of the pay-per-view. So if Thrill wins his championship back at full gear, and let's say Hugo wins the fall harvest, well, then he can then cash in his fall harvest and become the new Grapples to Apples champion. Something to shake up things even more. Give me more of a target. I gotta look over both shoulders now. And any champion going further going forward, if they ever beat me. I'm interested to see where we go from here. I, I, I love this idea. I think this is gonna be super fun and add a great level of excitement because you can have someone who's been down in the dumps for months and months and months, finally win one. But if somebody else has the full harvest under their belt, 
they can swipe it from right under their nose and they'll be a two second champion and no one would even be able to do anything about it. So usually at every NXT takeover, every AEW pay-per-view and every big four of the WWE, the championship is defended at, um, uh, full gear. The championship will not be on the line, but that's when we will have our full harvest. And then we will resume championship defenses at Survivor Series. Yes, sir. So may the odds ever be in your favor. Good luck to all who participate. And hell, maybe I'll be able to participate if I lose tomorrow night on, on Sunday. Right. So if. So for those of you folks who might feel like, oh, the title's not going to be on the line of full gear. Well, it is going to be on the line this weekend. So if you can beat Shades this weekend, then you will not be defending it at full gear. If Shades retains this weekend, then he won't be retaining it at full gear. But we'll all have an opportunity. All of us who are not the champion will have the opportunity to win the Fall Harvest and then cash in as early as... Survivor Series full. later after, oh, even that same night. If you win full gear yep. that night and you win the full harvest, you could take the belt off of whoever wins this weekend right there on the spot. And without them even defending their championship. Oh, this is glorious. Now, if you're one of our, you know, fans, listeners, etc., who participates with us via social media, we might obviously be a little late to notice in on your cash-in, but we will acknowledge it from the minute that we receive your cash-in. So, for example, if the show is over, and as soon as that last bell rings, you message us or comment on the page, on one of the pages, and say, I'm cashing in my full harvest, but we don't see it until the following day, we will acknowledge your reign from the minute you sent it. So there'll be a t- there's always a timestamp. So if your message came in at 11 p.m., your reign started that night at 11 p.m. And this is all the more reason to watch the pay-per-views and be invested and do the math like we do every pay-per-view. You, me, Tom, Hugo, we're always in the group chat. We're always talking. I'm always updating the standings. Yeah, and this isn't just for us. Big Sexy, Maddie Bizzle. Uh, Ray, you got and anybody else? Remember, you're all in this. You're all in this. Yes, yep. Sam, Amanda, you can all. Uh, my nephew wants to get in on this, and I told him, uh, "We'll see. There is an age limit. If I'm, if I said no to Justin, I got to say no to Jaden. Also, yeah. my brother who commented on the our page on Instagram was like, "I'm taking your championship from you," and I said, "Who are you again?" <laughs> <laughs> I think this is oh, yeah. I think this is a great fun way to add a little spice, a little pumpkin spice to our Grapples to Apples universe. There you go. There's again, the rules are simple. This happens once a year. Once a year in the fall, obviously it is a fall harvest. The first pay-per-view after the official first day of fall. So if falls the 21st and the next pay-per-view is Backlash, 
that's the Fall Harvest. Yep. The Fall Harvest doesn't have a set pay-per-view. It has a set time schedule. Exactly. Think of it as like Thanksgiving. It's always the fourth Thursday of the month. Well, it's always the first pay-per-view of the fall. Always. Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah. So, now now that we've announced that bombshell, let's make some predictions, shall we? Yeah, I am not confident in any of these picks. Yeah. What? Um, <laughs> in the final pay-per-view before Full Harvest goes into effect, so... First, the last, the last free reign as champion. We got five matches on the card. I say shades. Let's work our way up from the down. So, for the cruiserweight championship, we have defending champion Santos Escobar taking on Isaiah Swerve Scott. I'm gonna go for Scott. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Swerve gets this. I'm going Escobar. All right. All right. That's our, our first, right off the bat. Right off the bat, we're on opposite sides. <sighs> the next match, we have Kushida taking on the Velveteen Dream. I'm going Dream. Um, hmm. Who needs this more? Dream or Kushida? You know what? I'm going to go I'm going to go Kushida. Okay. With zero confidence. <laughs> uh following for the NXT Championship, Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly. Ooh, this should be a good one. This should be fun. I think, in my opinion, it's you, you don't want to play hot potato. So I think Finn Balor retains. Yeah, you need some stability uh, with the NFC Championship. You had Keith Lee beat Adam Cole. Keith Lee's first defense, he loses to Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross gets injured. You have Finn Balor. Finn Balor drops the belt to Kyle O'Reilly. It's five champions in six months. Yeah, no, not even three months. Yeah, I'm going Finn Balor with my lock on this, by the way. Likewise, we finally agree on one. Balor, Lockerino. Uh, this next match is scheduled for one fall, and it's for the <laughs> NXT Women's Championship. I don't feel confident about this at all. <laughs> It's like, do you have Candice LeRae win so that Johnny Wrestling wins and that they're two champions and they're just obnoxious about it? Do you have EO win? Um, I, I'm going EO. No, no, no title change. So, I this if there's ever a time to do the Gargano LeRae obnoxious couples who win, this is it. And I was yeah. thinking to myself, this, if I'm not mistaken, this is WWE's first chance to do a power couple thing since Triple H and Stephanie like 20 years ago. Yeah. So do they 
do they, do they just pass up on that opportunity? I don't know. If this was a main roster, I say Vince is going to pull the trigger on that. But I don't. <sighs> the fact that they both stood tall at the end of NXT this week, both of them with their belts on around their waist, and you know, should that the the fact that we got that visual without them actually being the champions tells me that they're not going to pull the trigger on this. Mm-hmm. But I could be flat out wrong. I don't know. I'm going Io Shirai. Not entirely confident, but not as like not. I'm more confident than other matches, but still, I don't know. This could go either way. I'm gonna yeah. go EO retaining, and then so we finally have EO retaining. Yeah, we both have EO retaining, and then for the North American Championship, Gargano, as previously mentioned, taking on champion Damian Priest. Priest has been doing good work lately. I'm not a fan of his, but I can acknowledge good work when it's there. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Oh man, do they go one and one? Maybe I don't know. <sighs> Whatever. I'm gonna say Priest retains. Also, I think the only title change we're gonna get is the cruiserweight championship. Um, <sighs> they just put the belt on him. Why would you mm-hmm. take it off so quickly? That's another belt you need to have like some sort of stability to. Um, so I'm going mm-hmm. priest also. Okay. All right. So that's it. So the only difference that we have oh, uh, no NXT two. tag teams out of the line. Right, because you got dream you have dream the first Yeah, yeah. You got Dream and I Escobar, have Dream I and Escobar. And Well, so if let's, let's anybody, yeah, this is a this is a, a a different one. This one's like, hmm. I'm nervous. On the line. I'm nervous for this pay per view. Yeah. Oh, it's, this is a big one. This is a big one, especially now with the full harvest and play for full gear. This is a big one. Because yeah. whoever wins this is is free for Hell in a Cell, but then full harvest time, baby. So, yep. folks, that's gonna wrap up. That's gonna wrap up our episode this week. As always, you've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash grapples at Apple slash grapples, the number two apples. You don't like SoundCloud, you got Apple Podcast. <laughs> Yeah, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio. It doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com and Twitter.com slash Grapples of Apples. Again, that's Grapples, the number two. Apples, like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Mr. Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be, that's what I'm because, baby, that's who I is. Joined remotely by the returning Man of the hour, man with the power, too damn sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop, rise to the top, your champion, the general, Shades. Don't forget to check out all of our episodes last week where we had a recap and review of Clash of Champions. This week, don't forget to check out our recap and review this weekend 
for NXT TakeOver 31 next week and every other week. Because an apple a day keeps a bad wrestling away. Peace. Peace and love.